know that when you have a purpose and a calling on your life, there's nothing that nobody, nobody, and nothing can happen. I am Angela C. Wright. Over the top, the gotcha, gotcha. Oh, your numbers has shrunk. He said, I don't know how, why. You're going to have to have mounds of security for me because you're not going to get me. If I wasn't depressed and going through what I was going through, I probably would have never started. Hey, guys. Welcome to another episode of Break Free Podcast. Y'all won't believe who I have with me today. She doesn't really need an introduction, but I'll give you a hint. Makeup mogul, ghetto girls eat. CEO, loving hip-hop star. Did you get it yet? It's the big S, not the little S. What's up, Sierra? Hey, girl. Thank you for having me. No, thank you for coming, Sierra. And I got to tell y'all, she probably didn't know I was going to say this. I was going to wait to the end. But I thank you for taking a chance on me. Like, you don't even know me. You get what I'm saying? And it's not like the podcast was out or anything like that. But for you, I remember saying something to Toya and Tanky. Yeah. And they was just like. Oh, okay, we'll we'll ask, we'll ask. And when I talked to you, it was just like, oh, girl, I'll do it. Yeah. Like, you know, no big thing. So I really want to thank you for that because some people be like, no, you got to pay me or, you know, uh, but what I notice about you is that you really do pour into other women. Yes, for sure. Yeah, for and sure. why is that so big to you? Um, I feel like it's because of my beginning, my humble beginnings, you know, and just where, where I came from and, and just how I got started. I just believe in scratching my sister back. Like, the girl next to me is not my competition. You know what I'm saying? She's literally my sister. So how could we win if we, you know, not being nice to each other? And I feel like with Instagram being so big and everybody got this facade of how, you know, you should be or you should not be this whole mean girl facade, um, it has just made everybody just mean. Yeah. And kind of just look at each other like, uh-uh, girl, you know what I'm saying? But I'm a real, I consider myself as a Southern Belle, you know what I'm saying? I came from, like I said, very humble humble beginnings. I had my daughter when I was 15 years old, dropped out of high school. So the odds was against me. You know, right. I had it hard enough. So it's like, if I can make it easy for somebody else, why not? And then that's what God wants us to do. Yeah, he definitely wants us to do. But, you know, see, everybody don't look at it like that. You know, some people will be like, I'm here. I'm not I'm I'm not even going to be bothered with that yeah. but they don't realize you know be not yeah. deceived God is not mocked yeah. whatever you sow that And then you we be. all start somewhere them same people was here before mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and some of them people still here it's like <laughs> like I said Instagram uh, uh uh reality TV fame has created this thing of how people should be and act you know what I'm saying and I don't know where and why they is so mean? Like I don't know what what what's making people so mean. Like it's weird to me. Yeah, like I wanted to really really make a point about that because I think from the outside looking in, people can view Sierra wrong. You get what I'm yeah. saying? People can feel like, oh, she got the Bentley, she got the big house, she yeah. got this, she got that. Oh, she make this much on, you know, she yeah. got this amount of money, and would think that you know somebody mm-hmm. like you really wouldn't. So that's why it was important me uh-huh. to make sure that I said something today and like, no, she didn't even charge me. Yeah. You know, it was just like I'm gonna yeah. do this for you. Like I want to see you win. I do, and I really, I really, really appreciate that. Thank I you. really, really do. I appreciate it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um. Coming out, like, when you was a teenage mom and you had your daughter. Yes. Like, what, what did you think? Was you thinking, like, it's over for me? Um, oh, 
No, I never thought that. Like, I feel like everybody tried to put it in my head that it was over for me, but I was always so strong-minded. I never thought it was over for me. So that's why, like, I really believe in you are what you think you are. Yes. You know what I'm saying? If you really think you, this person, um, my friends got this thing where they say, oh, you're not real. I'm not. Like, I don't feel like I'm, I'm, I fit in with everybody else because I believe the impossible for me, myself, my life, my kids' life, my friends' life, the people that surround me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, like, just yeah, really, my, really fa- my faith is, like, next level. So, like, yeah, everybody, you know, tried to say my life was over. I had a, a um, my caseworker, I remember she was a white lady. She was like, oh, well, look around you. This going to be you in the next 10 years. And I was like, no, it's not. You know what I'm saying? My I wonder mama, where that caseworker at I wonder at where now. she at now, this <laughs> Caucasian lady. But um, my mama, you know, everybody was just telling me what my life was going to be because I had my daughter. And, you know, granted, I shouldn't have been, you know, having a baby that early. I had I got pregnant on my first time of having sex. You know what I'm saying? And you was but, how old? I was 15 years old. Okay. You know, so, you know, granted, like I said, I shouldn't have not been having sex, but mistakes happen. You know what I'm saying? And my daughter is, like, everything to me. She changed my whole entire life. I'm so glad I bet it on her. I'm so glad, like, I had her. You know what I'm saying? And I'm so glad that I always was strong-minded. Like I said, everybody tried to tell me what my life was going to be like. I was like, "Mm mm-mm. You still just seen bigger. I I seen it. Like, I was like, no. My mama, my mama was a hustler. My daddy was a hustler. And I knew, like, I had it in me. I was like, okay, I got this baby. That is a big thing. That's very, that, like, that's a, like, I tell people all the time, that was a very traumatic uh, time in my life because you 15 with a baby, but, like, you can always take a situation, well, they'll say a bad situation, and turn it to a good situation. Right. I just had that in my head, like, my life not that's not gonna be my life. You know what I'm saying? So so if a man think if so is he. That's right. I thought that I was gonna be better. You know, I knew I was gonna be better. I knew it would probably take me a little longer, longer or yeah. I had to fight a little harder, but I was willing to fight and that's what I did. You just turned the deaf ear to all the naysayers. Like yep. y'all can say what y'all wanna say, but it's gonna be up for me and my child. For sure. That's yeah. what happened, yo. Yep. And you started so you started doing what made you wanna do makeup? Cause I needed some money. Like I was a mama and I was like I knew that my hand, I was good at, I knew that, like, I could draw. I always was, like, a girly girl. I was the only child for a long time. Um, so I I remember, like, drawing pictures in my room and showing my mama. She's like, you traced that. You did not draw it. <laughs> so I knew, like, my hands was anointed. I knew, like, I had, like, a gift for my hands. My mama would not, she was, like, strict. People don't know this about my mama. But she was, like, straight on me. I couldn't, like, arch my eyebrows. So, like, when I went to high school, I remember molding my eyebrows to, like, making them look like they was arched. Like, just doing little, you know, artsy stuff with my hands. So, like, I needed a job. I went up to the makeup stand. I remember this lady, uh, Marcia. I will never forget her. Like, I still love her to this day because she gave me my first opportunity. Like, I remember me and my best friend Jody riding up to South Dakota Mall on the bus, and I was like, Biz, I got to get me some money. Like, girl, I got a baby. Like, I got to get me some money. I went up to this makeup stand, and I was like, I know how to do makeup. Did I know how to do makeup? No, but I thought I spoke it into existence again. And it's so crazy. I'm going to tell you how God worked and how he, like, really set me up. This girl from my school was walking down the um the the make I mean the in the mall mm-hmm. and she was like Sierra you work here and the lady looked at me she was like okay you need to 
you say you know how to do makeup. Let me see. I was like, yeah. She was like, yeah, girl, because I'm going to birthday badge. I had to leave school early. I was like, yeah, me too. Just lying, girl. Yeah. At this point, I don't dropped out of school. Don't nobody know. Mm-hmm. And so um, I did her makeup, and I actually did a good job. Yeah. I didn't know what I was doing. I, I remember using Q-tips, my fingers, all type of stuff. Did her makeup, and the lady hired me on the spot. Wow, because you was just that good. I was just that good. But you know, you just said something that you probably don't realize. You said you said you knew your hands were anointed. Yep. And at such a young age, to be able to recognize a gift is a gift in itself. Yep. You know, because a lot of times we'll say we can do something or we, we see we're good at something, but we don't know that's our gift and we don't know that that's our anointing. So for you to be able to recognize yeah. that, you was already ahead yeah. of the curve. Yeah, my um, I actually grew up in church. My my auntie had would carry me to church. I used to love, like, just going. I was in a choir. Like, people don't know that about me. Like, I always been a little church girl. Really? Always. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and my then mama, once that word in you, it's in you. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. So my mom, she, would, she wasn't really, like, going to church like that, but my auntie was. So... I would just follow my auntie to church. I, I remember, like, getting up, auntie, don't leave me. I want to go to church. I was in a choir. Like, I I, I wanted to be at church. Mm-hmm. But that, that feeling, and, and, like, to this day, how does your week, does your week go better? Do you feel like when you, for me, when I know I go to church on Sunday, I just feel like it makes my week flow even better. Yeah, I used to be like that, but I really, like, found my relationship with God, you know, and especially after the pandemic and with so much stuff going on with churches and the world shutting down, I feel like that was like a really trying time for me to really, you know, test my relationship with God because I used to be so dependent on, like, church and my pastors and my my friends who would play with me. They'd be like, she love a prophet. She love a pastor. <laughs> and I do, but, like, I really took time to really build and know God for myself. For yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, regardless if I go to church, I really be in my word reading and, like, Trusting start your morning and yeah, yeah. start your morning with prayer yeah, and meditation yeah, yeah. and yeah, but because um, you but know, for going me, to church um on Sundays do start your week off yeah, good though yeah it I does. do want to yeah. say go to church y'all <laughs> go to church <laughs> they know I'm a push church yeah. but yeah like for me too I understand what you mean about having your own relationship with God yes. so being a pastor's kid I was raised in church Aww, yeah. yeah and you know that's that was all we knew but when I got to prison. It was like, Daddy not here. Yeah. Pastor Pilot not here. Mama not here. Grandma dead and gone. Like, you got to know God for yourself. Yeah. And that's what people sometimes I think can mistake. Like you said, we go to church and we depend on our pastor so much. You know yes. what I mean? But when you sometimes, like you said, doing it, for you it was the pandemic. Yep. For me it was prison to come to know God. Like, this is my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, yep. and this is what's going to get me through. So having a relationship in a foundation is really, really important in, in life, period, whether in it's life. business relationships I just feel like everything starts with the foundation first yeah yeah I agree yeah so after you did the girl makeup that day and start working at the counter it was how old was you I was like 17 16 17 16 17 it was on girl I was then I went across the hall and got a um, job at the clothing store 579 Mm -hmm. then I went down the hall and got a a, another job at the uh, popcorn stand and then I was, like, on everybody's shelf at the same time, mm-hmm. and I ended up getting caught. Like, I needed some money. I, that's when I knew. I was like, oh, can't nobody out-hustle me. Like, it's on. Yeah. It's on. But I remember um, the the popcorn man ended up finding out because he, he, he wasn't getting on sales. Like, yeah. I'd be running down this hall back and forth, back and forth. And so he was like, 
He tripped me one day. He put me on a thing, and he just sat and watched me, like, the whole day. And he was like, I've been watching you go from here to here. He's like, you fired. I was like, oh, my God, I felt so bad. But um, I end up meeting a homegirl, well, one a girl from the makeup stand, a client. Her name is Brooklyn. I'm still cool with her now. She was like, girl, you need to come to the club. That's what Amani really, really is mm-hmm. with doing makeup. Mm-hmm. Of course, like, I'm 17 years old, trying to do makeup in the back of the club. I'm supposed to be in a club. I'm not 21, but I was like, I'm going to just try. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I went, of course, when I went, they tried to get me to dance. And I, I'm, so, I'm so thankful and grateful to God that, like, my mom was – such a hustler and such a strong woman. And I just seen her be that. Mm-hmm. So, and I saying nothing is wrong with that because, like, I still support every woman doing what they have to do. Yeah. I just thank God that wasn't my route. You know what I'm saying? Um, because I could have. I was a 17 year old teenager who was who needed money for my, for her little girl. Yeah. I could have been like, okay, let me screw. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, and it would have been easy. It would have been that. easier. So I was like, no. Nah. He ended up giving. He was like, so you don't want to dance? I'm like, no. I, he was like, okay. He let me work. He was like, do everybody make up for free. He seen how much I was at Foxy Lady Girl. You know, that's a hole in the wall. And, Foxy uh, Lady was off Moreland. Uh, uh-huh. Off of Moreland. Yeah. And so he seen how after I did the makeup, the cl- the men was like spending more money. Mm-hmm. So he ended up giving me a job. And it went up from there. It was up from there. Yep. Wow. So everybody used to like come to you for their makeup or a bit like then word of mouth is mm-hmm. spread like mm-hmm. Sierra's fine with mm-hmm. the makeup. And did you did you more so perfect your craft as it went along? I feel like, um, yeah, I perfected my craft for sure. But um, I remember my first husband, his name is Rod. Mm-hmm. Um, I met him and he didn't really want me in a club anymore. So I started doing makeup inside of um, what green. Uh, uh, what was that? It was a flea market on Calenro. I mean, not Calenro, Glenwood. Glenwood Flea Market. Mm-hmm. I started doing makeup on Glenwood Flea Market, and I got my my sister. Her name is Lil J. She would come up there and pass out the flyers and um, get everybody to come in and and do makeup and stuff. And so she would be out there. And I remember she took me because I'm I'm originally from like the west side. Okay. So I went back, but I was like always inside. I wasn't like no outside girl like that. But my my sister was outside. She outside. She's still outside. <laughs> <laughs> but um. So she took me over there, and so I, she kind of, like, got me acquainted with everybody, like, over there. And I started doing eyebrows over there, and that's when, like, my name really hit. Mm-hmm. Like, it really, like, popped. Let me so, find out you was the originator of the sweets. Girl, no, for real. <laughs> yeah. I think I was. Yeah, had no, to for be. real. I'm talking about I was really in the flea market, like, with a little sweet. Yeah. Yes. Because and, I'm older than you, and I'm thinking, if you were 17 years old, mm-hmm. like, Girls wasn't doing that back then. I was probably the only one in the flea market doing eyebrows. They I can were, believe yes, it. Yes, in the flea market doing eyebrows. And when I went, um, we came. She took me to the west side. She was, I was doing her eyebrows. Everybody was like, "Oh, we want her to do my eyebrows. She want to do it." And so I remember my ex-husband turned his gambling spot. He play a, my ex-husband Rod. He play a huge part of my success as That's well. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah, like I give him his credit all the time. Like all the time. Um. I'm so grateful for him. Very humble beginnings. Very good man. Yeah. Love his kids to death. Like, he's a stand-up guy. That's I remember up. him taking his gambling house and making it my first shop. Really? Mm-hmm. And if you, if people know Good Shooter, my ex-husband, mm-hmm. he was, like, a real gambler. So, for him to take his his gambling spot and make it my shop, I was like, whoa, that was big. He believed in you. He believed in yep. me. He, he believed, believed in, in me, yep, for sure. That's what's up. So then you went from there. From yep. there. How long you stayed at where you turned um, that into? I stayed, 
I just had my shop, and then I ended up moving to the West End because I was robbed at gunpoint with my son coming mm. out of that 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 gambling spot was right in the middle of Oakland City mm-hmm. in the West End area, and um, I was robbed at gunpoint, and I ended up moving to the West End, and I feel like that's where like my name just grew when I went to the West End. And I remember being so hurt because that was my own little shop, but I remember like working inside of. Um, the West End and, and this lady Angie shop. Mm-hmm. It was her shop first, and then she ended up leaving, and I ended up just taking over the whole shop and making it my shop. But I feel like that's where my name kind of just like hit it, and I just came Sierra, Sierra Eyes, Sierra Glen. Like, what was your first shop called? Salon Favor and Faith. Okay, okay, that was the one that Shooter turned into. Uh-huh. Okay, and then when you moved to the West End, and I you became, got it from Angie, I was like. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna, I was like, Salon Favor and Faith was cute because I was like, I named her that because I was like, that's all I had was Favor and Faith. Mm-hmm. Like, me and my husband, we really, like, just but trusted God and, you know, turned his gambling house into my um, salon. But then when I moved to the West End, I was becoming, like, a fly girl. And I was like, I want to brand myself a little bit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I was like, Sierra, Sierra Glam Shop, like, Glam, like yeah. I'm, I'm a, I'm a real glam. People that know me know I've always been like a glam girl. So like, that's when I got my name. I remember my homegirl Kenny. She worked in my shop. Mm-hmm. Um, she was known for the. She from Detroit. She was known for her baby hair. She was like, yeah, glam, like glam shop. I was like, yeah, see her glam shop. And that's when I came. And that's what it came to. Yep. And then the the glam shop. It just took off. It did took off. Did it take the turn that you knew it was gonna turn? Like, did you believe that when that I was tell gonna happen? you, I. Listen, I, I keep talking about my faith because... I want you to, though. I literally, like, I remember being in the West End, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I remember, like, having 90-some girls, 90-something girls, like, 15, 16-hour waits for me to do they... Really? Yeah, for sure. For sure. List, like, long. But I remember, like, doing that for about three, four, four years, and then I was like, I'm ready to start doing celebrities. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And... I remember this one celebrity wanted me to do her, and she didn't want to come in my shop because I was in the hood. And I felt the way I was like, yeah, I'm about to, I'm about to go to Peter Street. I'm about and to so turn up. my yeah. mom was like, you, you, Peter Street, you can't afford over there. And I remember, like, working every weekend and taking all the money that I would work from every weekend, and I found the spot on Peter Street. Like, God literally put it in my hand. I was quiet about it. The only person I told was my friend Tanky right here. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember telling her I found the spot. And she was, and I was just like working, putting it into it. Did not have the money to afford it, but by the grace of God, I think my mama ended up taking out a loan to get me some furniture. And then my, I end up hustling up, got my sign, and just like I just was going hard, putting the money, and I opened up like over there on Peter Street. I was like, yeah, I'm up, I'm yeah, late. yeah. I bet you want to come yeah. here. Yeah, <laughs> and then a couple, and then like maybe four years later, I bought the building. Oh, you end up owning the building, mm-hmm. and now you've. Uh, Gave it to your I daughter. I gave it to my daughter. How was that for you? It was really nice. Like, I felt great behind that. Like, just especially working and doing, coming from where I came from and just, like, what I went through to to get where I am, it was it was like a beautiful blessing for sure. Yeah, to be, be able, able to, to be a blessing to my baby. Daughter. yeah. Because she, when I tell you, my baby is, like, my biggest cheerleader like obsessed with me she you know like she a little spoiled brat people be like that little girl right she's just a mess like i 
the relationship that me and my daughter have is not your average mom and da- daughter relationship. Because y'all grew up together. We grew up yeah. together. Yeah. So we do things that the mother and daughters may not do. But that's my girl, though. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you she don't play about me, like, oh, let me post a picture. Oh, let me get into it with somebody. Oh, yeah. she coming for, whoever. listen, yeah. whoever, whenever. Yeah. Like, she don't play about me at all. So, um... To be able to be a blessing to give her that, she was hype, and I and I felt so. It was like a big, like there was there was something that I could say, like I a did plaque go on the wall. Yeah, I was yeah. able to give my baby my shop. Uh, you created legacy. Yeah, yeah, that's creating legacy mm-hmm. for generate not not just parents but parents, uh, parents kids. kids. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's changing. You you know, I don't know if you look at it, but you basically changed the trajectory of your whole entire family. Yep. You know, and yep. that's 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 big. I think. That's something that we all aspire to do. You know, we want to leave the next generation better off than, the gen- than how we, you know, how yep. we started or whatever. So then you let, I'm at the glam shop. So how did you get involved with loving hip hop? So I was in a glam shop working, doing brows, pet per usual, like on a typical Saturday. And one of the um, loving hip hop producers came in there. I didn't even know she was a producer. Her name is Amber. She's actually like, my manager now. Okay. And um, I didn't even know she was a producer. She came in there cool. And me being humble, Sierra, I was so tired, girl. I did not feel like doing no more. But I was like, Sh- I'm, I'm going to knock her out because she wanted a full face. And I didn't count my money. So I'm like, all right, I know that's an extra hundred and some. So I'm going to do her. And then she was sweet. And I was like, let me just do her. So I did her um, makeup. She was like, yeah, I heard, like, you like the it girl with makeup. Like, you and your husband got kind of like a ghetto hood rich story or whatever. I'm like, yeah. So I was telling her a little bit about me and my husband. And then I was just, you know, telling her a little bit about myself. But I didn't know who she was. I'm just thinking that she heard about me from word of mouth in Atlanta because Atlanta's so small. So I gave her my whole story, did her makeup. She loved it. And then she was like, you want to be on Love & Hip Hop? I was like... Yeah, <laughs> she, she was like, she was like, well, I'm the produ- I'm one of the casting producers for the show. She was like, we want you on here. So I was like, okay. So do you feel like she came in? Did she really want her makeup done, or do you feel like that was a test? I feel like it was a test. And yeah. you passed it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, mm-hmm. you passed it, and now that's your manager. It's my manager. That's my girl, Amber. Yep. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing. I was in prison. When mm-hmm. you know for that your whole reign or whatever, but I remember seeing it and I was uh, saying something. You know, I used to, you know, people pick up people feelings. Like even if you don't know them, like I yeah. remember uh, shooter doing something he had no business with some yeah. girl or something. You know, and talk about it. Then I called Toya and you know Toya tell you like, yeah, Sierra, cool. Da-da-da-da-da. When Toya got her eyebrows uh-huh. and stuff done, so uh-huh. it was like kind of like you know I was involved but wasn't involved. Yeah. But like it's just like really encouraging to see where you came from, Sierra, and that you're still. To me, you you know, I don't Round I don't away, know girl. you know you, but you still like girl. Yeah. I just love everything about being regular. Mm-hmm. I just love it, like being with my friends, like just being just just being able to be blessed, but still be able to touch and feel the same people that actually was with me when I ain't had nothing. Like that's the that's the biggest blessing part about my life. Like I can still call my, yeah, I can call my friends and we can laugh. We can sit on the phone for hours and laugh and joke and just kick it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like I see so often where people like become these people and then they turn up and they start acting different. I don't really do celebrities like that. Like 
for for one, they don't be having no money for real. They always <laughs> want something for free. And I just, I don't know. Like, I just feel like I'm a real, like, street girl that got, like, changed. And yeah. I don't really get jiggy with them like that. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I like real authentic stuff. I like, if I come around you, we kick it, we have a good time. You ain't got to be acting snooty. You ain't got to be acting like, you You know what I'm saying? Like no yeah, you like you ain't got to be are. doing all that. Like, I'm a real humble, down-to-earth girl, and I just, like, regular people that act the same. It's like, it just be so amazing how people let money change them. It's weird to me how they be acting. I be like, girl, and knowing that, you know, I'm a real money monster for real. Like, yeah. Oh, we definitely going to get into that. Like, we, we definitely so, going to get into that. So, for me, I just be like, Seeing these girls and how they be acting, I'm like, I don't act like that, and I know I make more money than you. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, why you, why you gotta act like that? What, what's they don't up? Have a foundation. That's what it is. They ain't don't it? have a foundation. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. they don't believe in it's anything weird. but what they can see. Yeah. And that's money. Money. They don't. Yeah. They don't have Bad. a. Found, yeah. They don't have a foundation, and a lot of people. It's sad to say, Sierra, do not have morals and values. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? And the more that the generations are going on, it's getting worse. And worse because this generation now the younger you generation yeah I be yeah. trying to yeah but you are a great example you are yeah. a great example regardless to we all have things that we go through yeah off camera in life you're yeah. human just like the rest of us you get I what I'm saying it. so I mean you can't take away from who you are at your core yeah. you get what I'm saying but tell I don't know if everybody noticed uh, tell why do you buy your cars cash like why you don't believe in financing or leasing cars you know the story. You know, Toya uh, and uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't, I don't buy my, I buy my cars cash because when I was broke or like when I was doing makeup and stuff like that, my cars used to always get repo in front of my clients, like right in front of the shop. And I used to be like just so embarrassed trying to play it off. And they used to be like, Sierra, your car on the thing. And I used to be trying to act like they want my car, knowing good well it was my car. <laughs> so now it's like. I just, I just be buying my cars cash. That's what's up, though, that you in a position to yeah. never even got to worry about a tow yeah. truck pulling up yeah. ever again. My daughter cars, like, I, I just be like, just, uh-uh. That's, I mean, and, and, that's, and that's my thing. Like, that's the thing where, um, you know, that's just something I do. Because yeah. I, I was in an old relationship, and he used to be trying to, oh, that's not smart, that's not smart. And now his ass trying to talk about he want to buy his cars cash. <laughs> Yeah, like, now you going through it. You ain't got the money. They looking for you. Like, what's up? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, But that's bye. good that you strong enough, too, not to even to turn the deaf ear even to your mate. You like, know, don't try to tell me what to do with yeah, my, my money. Yeah, my ex. Yeah, he was horrible, girl. That's a whole nother uh, uh, conversation for another day. <laughs> oh, girl, he was horrible. But let's, uh, so ghetto, ghetto Girls Eat, how did that come about? So Ghetto Girl Eats, and it's so crazy, um, I was in this last relationship, well, my ex, mm-hmm. um, I was in this relationship, and people don't know, I was, like, so depressed, like, it was, like, the worst relationship I could have ever been in. Really? Yeah, my last one, and um, I was depressed, like, I didn't want to be Money Monster Sierra no more, because I was confused, I had all these prophets and pastors telling me this man was my husband, and he was getting on my nerves every single day, like, I couldn't. He was, it was, it was driving me insane. Like his voice was to the point, his voice would start irking me. And then it was like, I was scared to speak out about it. And this is a first. Cause like I told myself I wasn't, wasn't going to talk about this. So like you was getting some real exclusive. Are we stuff. getting exclusive? Y'all hear it. We break it free over here. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I literally would not talk about it because I had been married one time mm-hmm. 
left my husband. Well, I was married 10 years to Shooter, and then I got with BK. And I left BK. He gave me a ring. BK gave me a ring. But BK was like my homeboy. But um, he gave me a ring, and then I got with my husband that I'm with now. Mm -hmm. So... I feel like he was like my karma for real because I wanted, I was going through so much stuff, but I didn't want to talk about it because I didn't want to like the little girl who cried wolf. Like, okay, girl, okay, Sierra, it's you, it's you. Cause that's what everybody say. Like, oh, she, oh, now she with somebody else. Oh, somebody always giving her a ring. Like, you know what I'm saying? So this particular um, um, relationship, I just told myself, I just let it go. Like I didn't talk about it, but I was really living in a lot of turmoil. Like, I was really going through it, and I was in your own personal prison. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Personal prison for sure, and um, I just was depressed. I didn't want to be Money Monster Sierra no more. I didn't want to do my lives. I didn't want to do anything. And I remember having a team meeting, and one of my um, one of my girls from my on my uh, on my team, she recorded me. I was cooking lamb chops, and um, she posted it, and the, the video went viral, and I was like. Like, and we were just having a regular meeting, and, and the meeting was about me being Money Monster Sierra again. Yeah. Like, I didn't, go, I didn't go on tour. Like, everybody know, like, my glam tours, I went on tour five years straight. And what was the glam tour? Because you I know talk, I wasn't here oh, for Oh, microblading, microshading, lashes, um, um, brows, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I was on tour racking up five years straight. I was so depressed. I didn't even go on tour last year. Like, 2023, I didn't even go on tour. I shut my whole tour down. I, like, shit myself out. Like, I wasn't doing my Money Monster lives. I just kind of shut down because I was so confused by this relationship. I was cooking one day for my team. She recorded me. Her name is Linda. She's no longer with me anymore. She recorded me, and the video went viral. And I was like, what? Like, viral? They was like, where is this? Where the pots? How can we buy? Can we get the recipe? Can we buy the recipe? So then I was like. I'm a digital girl. Like, my businesses, I like digital money. So I was like, all right, cool. So I, like, threw some recipes in the book and started selling it. And then I was like, whoa, wait a minute. Like, I got something here. I got some. I was having $100,000 months, $2,000 digital. Really? I'm like, whoa. And then I'm like, the seasonings, everything, it just like. The seasonings, yes. Make sure y'all go get y'all ghetto girl eat seasoning like it is the truth i'm not just capping and just saying this but the proof is in the pudding yeah. baby because ghetto girls eat is like a whole movement you no know, it really is and my season is handcrafted like um when i first came up with it i was going to like all these all of these different manufacturers and i was like it's not giving what i wanted to give because like my grandma used to mix her seasonings so i'm known for mixing my seasoning so mm-hmm. i was like i can't i can't just buy a certain one that a factory have i gotta like so be involved. You no, know, like get a girl easy season is like seven different things. Like it's a mixture. Like yeah. it's it's really handcrafted. Like I got that on the site. I it really is. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know if you looked at it like this, but Sierra, do you feel like your last relationship, your ex husband, like it was a gift and a curse because Ghetto Girls East was really birthed yep. during that time when when I was depressed, you're right. Yeah. I never looked at it like that, but I'm glad that you told me that. That was yeah. a great nugget. Yeah, well, you know, we always got to try to find a silver no, lining. you so right. Because if I wasn't depressed and going through what I was going through, I probably would have never started it. No, because you would have been out eating all the time, yeah. not really Being cooking. a money monster. Yeah, being yeah. A- <laughs> yeah, I was just in that house depressed. Like, yeah. oh, my God, can't tell nobody. I'm living in these four walls. They caving in on me. I was just cooking, 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 cooking. I had gained so much weight. 
And um, yeah, you're right. Even when you was filming, right. you didn't have nobody that you felt like you could talk to. No, not I even Tanky. No, I mean Tanky. No, she was my counselor. I would tell her everything. Uh-huh. I would call her every day with it, but like, I didn't really get. I, because I was like trying to make it work. Because remember, the pastors were saying it was my husband, right? So and I was like, I don't want to go against God. You prophet lying exactly, prophet sign, exactly. You, to, you gotta yeah. have a spirit of discernment. Yes, you do. So I was just like trying to force it, kind of, sorta, and work with it, and see how I can fix it. And to one day, I was just like, I can't do this no more. This man is driving me up a wall. He is so damn aggravating and annoying, and you know, all that talking and all that prop. Oh, girl. I'm glad you he's was so able cap. to break free out of that, though, Oh, he's so cap. He's such a manipulator, girl. He ain't come with nothing but some credit. No money. No, <laughs> girl, just some credit. Not even no romance. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, she ready to get started. <laughs> y'all, make sure, too, y'all get the cookbook. It yes. is digital, but you download. It's like 98 pages packed mm-hmm. with recipes and everything and her favorites. So, But, Sierra, I really think, I don't know if you thought about this, but I, I think we need a hard book. Okay. I'm yeah. going I'm to I'm do that. I'm going to do that 2024. I'm going to do that. Yeah, and then do your, your book tour with it and yep. sign because I know, you know, people like to have stuff on display. You know how they had yeah. to stand in the kitchen for You're the right. cookbooks. I'm going to do yeah. it. Yeah. I'm going to do yeah. it. Put the pretty face like in the kitchen. Street's been waiting long enough. So I'm going to go on and do it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Remember, I was the one that said do it, yeah, do it, I'm do it. it. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. The money monster. So you dubbed yourself as the money monster. Why do you yes. feel like you deserve that title? Um, because I'm Miss Make It Happen, like, period. That's what my Miss daughter, Make It Happen. Miss Make It Happen, yes. My, that's what my daughter called me, like, um, and I, and I, I really point to other people to make them do it, too. Like, mm-hmm. I don't just, not one of the people that just want it all for myself. Like, the, the girls that's next to me, I really push them to be, like, way better. So, like, I've helped, um, Money Monsters has started over 20 businesses with my vendors list, my ebooks. um, yeah, like I, I, I just want us to win. Like right. black girls, it's it's our time. It, is. it really like, is. Like why not? I love to see my sisters tax brackets changing and they able to do something different for their kids because I knew how I felt when I wasn't able to do. But you know, you know what, what I saying? love, Sierra, that you're mm-hmm. not I'm I'm sorry and I don't care who get mad. Sometimes these the the women events and stuff like that it don't be, it be a real. clock of nothing it don't be real Y'all they don't be giving out money. they don't be giving out they know my events oh i'd be so mad if i can't touch and feel everybody because i was once i believe like god really allowed me to go through everything i went through so i can be who i am like yes. i just i'm just a different girl yeah like i really be want to touch my people and encourage them because I know what it feels like to be sitting looking like, what's next? Mm-hmm. How am I going to get this money to take care of this little girl? How am I going to pay this bill? How am I going to feed this little girl? You get what I'm saying? So I just be want to really shape my girls and let them know, like, they can do it for real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, being personable with people is important. It really is. You know what I'm saying? We can't never we can't never be get too big-headed to feel like we can't. You know, lay hands and sit next to people and encourage people. And like I and I'm gonna say women. this again, pouring to other women. Like that's what God wants us to do. What are we What are we doing if we're not doing it? We just I say all the time, God didn't give me this platform for me just to look cute and dress nice and wear frontals. And I mean, He did, but still, <laughs> like He, I got work to do. You're blessed to be a blessing. Yes, I got yeah, work this is to your do. Ministry. This yeah. is my ministry for real. Money yeah. Monster Ministry. Yes, Money Monster Ministry, ministry baby. Yeah. <laughs> but I ain't one of them uh, perfect pastors. 
and 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 I ain't holier than thou. You know what I'm saying? Um, I love God. I trust Him. I have a great relationship with Him. And that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. all that matters. We all have a. Show me one without sin. And Let wrong. them cast him in first stone. Yeah. It's, it's none of us. Not I got one. A, a girl, homegirl. She, um, I, you know, I told her like get some God. You know, kind of show her the way to God. And now, honey, she holy then thou. She stay rebuking me. I be like, girl, play. <laughs> girl, I tell her, you know, even being a PK, I have to say, look, don't be so heavily minded that you can't come down that here on you earth. Early, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I don't want to hear yep. that. Well, I, I do not want to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, but I just, I love Money Monster. I love everything you. you do. What made you, Sierra, turn to, like, digital? How did you find your product? Girl, I'm lazy. You are? <laughs> like, not not lazy, like. Because you're a hustler. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm going to take that back. No, I'm not. God, take that, take that word out of my vocabulary. No, I'm not lazy. It was the wrong word. I'm a homebody. Mm-hmm. I like being at home. I like stuff coming to me easily. I'm spoiled. Yeah. So, like. I wanted to create something where I didn't have to be shipping out and doing this and doing that, but still giving the people the knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I really put a lot, like, even on my stuff digital, the way I be on my team, every little thing. I read comments like, oh, Sierra, this is, I be on it. Change this, do this, do that, do that. Because I really want people to be able to grow and prosper from the information that I'm giving out that they're purchasing. But it's easier. Like, I'm, I like being at home. I like just, I don't like to have to go and be shipping out and doing this and moving around. And it makes it easier for me. So I yeah. just feel like it fit my personality. The and digital world. The digital world. And yeah. then do you notice that uh, those anointed hands are still making that money? Yep. Do you yep. notice that? Mm-hmm. And I feel like God has allowed you, Sierra, to everything that you've touched, everything that you Turn do. Turn to gold. It turns to gold because not only do you realize and recognize your gift, but you share your gift and yes. you give it freely. Yes. You get what I'm yes. saying? And that's what that's what it's about, yep. having your purpose, knowing your purpose, and then sharing it with others and pouring into others. Yeah. You know, you're blessed to be a blessing to others. Yes. So I hope y'all, like, really, really took something from this interview today to know that it's not just about you. It's about those that are around you. And y'all can't see Tanky and Toya, but they are, I want to say to them too, that thank them for being a friend. You get what I mean? For being a support system. Um, They were so adamant, like, oh, see, we're going to talk to see, we're going to talk. And again, they didn't have to. You know what I mean? Yes, those are my friends, but still, sometimes we don't get in between, you know, things Mm -hmm. or whatever. So I feel like what I took from you today is it's important to know the people that are surrounded around you. And it's important to continue to pour into other people now before we go yes. uh, this is the question that i asked okay tell me one thing that you feel like you need to break free from oh one thing i need to break free from them prophets no um past i guess like past trauma past trauma i would say like relationships just past trauma yeah, and and just like really having an open open mind to just finding new love and real happiness and just loving on myself just completely. Right, and going forward, see, just you know, I you know I know you're in a current relationship. 
you know, and just always pray. Yeah. Ask God to give you discernment yep. of the person. Yeah. Because you have such a free loving heart. Yep. It's easy to get taken advantage of. Yep. You understand what I'm saying? So it's don't ever think that it was Sierra the person. Mm-hmm. It was your heart. It was that allowed heart. that you let these people in, you know, yep. and they come as if they genuine but don't really be genuine. Yeah. But baby, that's all in the past. Yes, we were yes. in the name yes, of Jesus name and we speak in love and prosperity. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Thank you so much again, Steve, no, for taking you the for time out me. for having this me. This is amazing. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Seriously. Thank you for believing in me and thank you for pouring into yes, me. Yes, yes, thank you. Y'all, I'll see y'all next time on the next episode of Break Free. Break and remember, free. it's always delusion until they see it happen.